Today's podcast is brought to you by Something Blue by Anita Kay, specializing in wedding and event photography. Visit her page on Facebook for something new. Think Something Blue by Anita Kay. Please don't hump my lamb. Dude, I am seven fingers in the Jim Beam. Get the fucking chili hot dog out of my face. Your next comedian coming to the stage. He's so funny. He's such a hoot. And making yeah, sure let me shove this well. baby out of my out of my chewed up jibs and then stoner and the fat man. Fuck you, Mark. Fuck you, everybody. Welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. I am your host, Mark Poulos. As always, it's good to be back. Today's episode, I am going to chat about back to school. I think we're, uh, some kids have already gone back, some are close to going to, so I thought it'd be, uh, it'd be a good podcast if I just went over some funny stories, at least for me, going back to school, because, uh, it was always an adventure, um, because I was always a bigger kid, um, Early on in my teens, it was mostly that I was overweight, and then as I got older, I got taller and bigger, so it just mainly was a nightmare, because like so many kids look forward to going back to school shopping, and uh, for me, back to school shopping meant uh, taking a trip over to the uh, casual male big and tall store to see what they had there that would fit a... uh, short or tallish fatty boba laddie it was just tough because uh i go back and i look at pictures when i was younger and i was actually until i was going through puberty i was actually a really svelte child pretty skinny uh then i hit puberty and the bad eating habits and uh and the hormones, I just got really fat, really fast. And the worst part was that, uh, I developed, uh, gynecomastia. I don't know if it was that bad, but I had boobs, like little boobs. And they were really tough, man. Like, it's so strange to me that that's like the one thing that guys could have that are like, like a lady, you know? Guys can develop boobs, you know, and it's really debilitating, you know, especially with all the kids in school, like, making funny and stuff. But uh, I was talking with uh, another comic about this. Like, I don't think there's really anything a woman could get that's manly and they would get as much crap as guys that have man boobs, you know. I guess ladies from time to time can get facial hair and that causes some problems, but, you know, put some wax on a strip and you just rip it out and nobody knows the difference. There's no wax strip to rip your man boobs off, and if there was, it'd probably hurt pretty bad. But it was always tough for me to buy back-to-school clothes because, you know, I try to buy, like, nicer shirts or trendier shirts or something but they would never have my size because they'd be either too short 
and my fat belly would show or uh or they'd be big and i just look ridiculous in them so i usually uh i think when when i was in my late teens i think my closet consisted of and this is no joke i think my closet consisted of every nfl football team sweatshirt and uh a bunch of zubas and if you don't know what zubas are you should google that because they're horrible pants they were like a cross between sweatpants and uh and like running pants they were like these weird in-between thing and they were just basically like uh, zebra print zebra print pants in different colors and uh, they were horrible but I had about 14 pairs of them because I think as most people know when you're when you're fat you want to be comfortable and that's the key uh, and another thing that was really tough for me back to school shopping was trying to find shoes because I think when I was like nine years old I had a 13. 13 shoe and uh it's pretty close to 17 now like i usually wear 16s but some shoes i have to get in 17s that are a little tighter but it was just brutal back in the day because i would literally walk into like Foot Locker, famous footwear and i would just have to be like do you have any shoes in a size 15 and then they would come out from the back with like the shittiest tennis shoe you've ever seen in your entire life it'd be like a the whole shoe would be white and it would be like a pro wing or some shit you know like i i didn't get jordans or converse or anything like that i got shoe that's in a size 15 that's the shoe that i got and uh so yeah get all set up for my first day of school with my uh, Cincinnati Bengals sweatshirt and my Zubas and my pro wings and uh, I'd head off to school I mean the uh, I guess the nice part some people might call it like a bad part was uh, growing up our childhood home shared a property line with the uh, junior high and the high school so every time that we would go to school we would just you know walk out our back door and just walk to school and uh i think for the entire time that i was in junior high and high school i never ate lunch at school i would just uh leave and come back home and eat lunch by myself in the house and you know looking back on it that probably was a horrible thing that i was doing because I think it really set back my social skills a lot because when I graduated from high school and I went to college, I had a really tough time like making friends and talking to people. And I think mostly it was because like that lunchtime hour in junior high and high school is like when you chat with people and you get to know them and stuff like that and you make friends and whatever. And every day, like the bell would ring, I would just walk out of school and walk home, eat my lunch and walk back and get to the next class. And looking back on it, it sounds pretty sad and uh, I mean the nice part was that you could you know watch TV usually at my lunch hour would always be people's court that would be on I remember one day when I was watching TV um, the OJ verdict was coming down and I just I skipped my next class just to stay and watch the OJ verdict which was a really big 
a really big deal. But, uh, you know, it was nice for a while. But, uh, yeah, looking back, I kind of, I guess I should have stayed and ate lunch, you know. Made some friends. All that jazz. I don't know. I just didn't, I didn't really like school that much. I, uh, I was okay at it. I feel like I graduated with pretty good marks and, but I always had a really big problem with math. I couldn't really understand math at all. And it was actually pretty funny because, uh, I was so bad at math when I left school and I started work. Um, if you guys have listened to the earlier podcasts, when I worked at a casino dealing blackjack, uh, I was so bad at math um, that I was having trouble at the blackjack table because what they what they want you to do is uh, when you lay the cards out, you're supposed to count them for the person that's sitting there. So, like the first the first training day when we were flipping cards out and we were supposed to be counting them to the teacher, I I put like an eight and a six down. And then they go, you're supposed to tell me what that is. And I was like, 13, question mark? (laughs) And they were like, no, that's 14. And like, I had to get really fast at math. And actually, dealing blackjack really helped at least my addition skills. Um, Because I would be like, I'd snap a 9 and 8 and be like 17. And then I'd snap like a 2, 5 a two, four, five, and I'd be like 11, you know, I just like was really getting the hang of it. But in school, math was like the worst. I almost failed, failed out of algebra and, uh, and, and all those different math classes. Cause I just, I didn't understand it at all. But, uh, yeah, I just always had trouble in, in school, just making friends and, always had a problem with with getting not picked on but people would always give me shit because I looked weird and I was just like the giant kid that was going to high school and stuff but uh yeah we had that uh that high school lock-in thing you know where you after you graduate you get locked into the school and I think I think one of my fondest memories of that was uh they had like a casino area there and a lot of the parents volunteered their time to be there over the uh, the evening. And my dad, of course, volunteered to be the blackjack dealer. And, uh, and me and a bunch of uh, my friends sat at his table. And uh, he just, like, even if he had 21, he would pull another card and break and pay us all these chips and everything. And I guess, like, you could cash in your chips at the end for prizes and stuff. And... He got in trouble for giving us <laughs> too many chips at the blackjack table. <laughs> it was such a great memory. It was so crazy because, um, so my 18th birthday landed on the day that I graduated from high school. So we did the whole lock-in thing, and then I slept in the next day, and then uh, and then went to graduation in the afternoon. And then after graduation that night, my brother and his friends took me out for my 18th birthday. And in Minnesota, uh, it's 18 to get into uh, the strip clubs and uh, to go to the casinos and stuff. So it was uh, was a pretty crazy night. Like we went to uh, 
Mystic Lake and I played like ten dollars and I turned it into like a hundred bucks so it was like a really good day and then uh I remember we went to the strip club and my brother gave me 60 bucks and he was like you know you can spend it on whatever you want and I saw some some blonde girl in a American flag bikini and I was like her so <laughs> I gave her like all 60 dollars and I was done in like three songs and I didn't have any more money but it was just such a crazy thing to just be sitting there and seeing naked ladies dancing on stage because I think at that point I hadn't even been on a date before even uh talked to a girl or anything so to be seeing a naked woman was just really crazy but uh I think the uh I think the worst day I ever had at school and I really feel like it was the first day of school one year but uh so I left I left the house and I headed to school and the uh the first class that I was oh that's what it was it was not only the first day of school it was also the first day of high school like it was the first day that I was in high school and uh so I got there and obviously pretty nervous about starting high school after junior high and uh I got to the class and I think it was like five minutes in that I was in the class. I had to, I had to take a shit. Like I had to go to the bathroom, and I was like freaking out about it because it was high school, and I was just like, God, I have to take a crap. Like, what's this all about? And so it was like downtime um, between classes. Uh, I got lost, and I couldn't find the next class, and it was like a computer lab thing. So I was sitting in computer lab, like, trying to pretend like I don't have to shit. And I was like, just get through this class, you know, just don't even think about it. You know, maybe it'll go away. And, you know, because in my head, I'm like, I just got to make it to lunch. And then when I go home, like, I can take care of it and then I'll come back. And then it was like four minutes later, I was like, this is, this is not going away. Like, this has to happen immediately. So I got a pass and I went to the bathroom and I didn't realize that in high school, or at least in this high school, the toilet stalls didn't have doors on them. And uh, it freaked me out. Like I stood there and I was just like, what the hell? So in my head, like I went to like every bathroom that was in the high school and every single bathroom had like no doors on them. And, like, every bathroom I went into, there was, like, a couple people in it. So I couldn't even, like, sneak into the stall and pretend like I wasn't crapping or something. So I just kept going to different and different bathrooms, and I was just so mortified about it. I was just like, oh, my God, like, I can't do this. I'm just going to have to, like, bear down or whatever. So I went back to the computer lab, and I'm sitting there working on my stuff, and, like, it just happened. Like, my butt was just like we're checking out like we gave you a chance but we just got enough nothing left pal and uh i shit my pants in the computer lab and uh i was just like oh my god what the hell am i gonna do now like my pants are just like full of shit and there's nothing i can do about it you know and i think somebody after like a couple minutes was like god what's that smell and i was like oh my god i gotta get out of here 
so like i got up and left and at that point i was just like you know what do i care if the toilet doesn't have a door on it i just shit my pants you know so i go in there and it's like a horrible mess i end up having to throw my underwear away and i try to clean myself up and stuff and i come back to the computer lab and it's like the most mortifying thing ever is i walk in and there's like all these kids are like standing around this thing on the floor and the guy's like i'm telling you right now man that is shit that is like someone's shit on the ground and i was like oh my god like this is the worst day of my life it's like the first day of high school the first day of school i was like so mortified and somebody was just like well it could be but it's like it's probably just dog shit you know somebody probably just dragged it in on their shoe or whatever and they're like god this that's so gross so somebody just like picked it up with a piece of paper towel and like threw it in the trash i was just like oh my god this is ridiculous so um after computer lab i had gym and then i was able then i was going to be able to go home for lunch so i went to gym and i was uh i was changing into uh my gym clothes and uh i realized that i had shit all over my socks and like i was just like oh my god so i had to take my socks off and like roll them up into a ball and put them in my pants pocket and like get into the rest of my clothes and stuff and that day i guess we were doing uh tennis or something like that so when we got down to the tennis courts when everybody kind of like turned away like i threw my socks into the forest and i was just like it was just so i can still remember that day like bit by bit it was just a one of the worst days ever and after gym i changed back i was able to go home and clean myself up and change my pants and get new socks and stuff like that and but i was just like who shits their pants on the first day of high school oh that's right this guy it's just ridiculous but uh it's interesting now with like back to school stuff because uh my daughter hasn't started school yet but um i had a little experience with this with my nephew um he's nine and it's just like apparently the budgets at the schools are like so low now that they have to ask the kids to to like bring in a bunch of stuff you know and the list is always ridiculous it doesn't make much sense like i remember one year the list was like we need you to bring in scotch tape paper towels tissues and uh like scissors and glue and at some point i was like is this really for the class or is she like you know the teacher's like putting in the few things that we need for class like glue and scissors and then she's tossing in like shit she needs for her house like <laughs> the list comes home and it's like all right we need scissors glue paper towels tampons uh cream corn and uh tortilla chips like what the hell and uh it's just so i guess they they just don't get anything now or any kind of a budget for the school so they have to send these things back and 
I just, I don't understand it, but I'm sure soon enough, me and my wife will be dealing with it, you know, you get that list. Oh, uh, yeah, can you bring scissors, glue, an old navy sweatshirt, uh, bag of Skittles, and uh, the new Transformers movie. Thank you. But uh, back to school is always a stressful time for the kids, but it always seems like it's a really happy time for the parents, you know, because they, uh, they don't have to find shit to preoccupy their kid with for any more time in the summer like that seems like the toughest thing nowadays is just uh to find stuff to keep your kids busy because we're just so far outside the realm of just telling your kids like go outside and play and be back at dinner time you know it's just we don't live in that world anymore you know i remember those days being a kid you know somebody would stop by and We'd head out to the forest or the playground or whatever and just make sure we were home before dark, you know. But now it's like, you know, you got to find 900 activities for the kid to do during the day. It's just so crazy, the amount of stuff, you know. And, and parents always turn to, you know, the television and the video games and uh, and that kind of stuff. I just... Me and my wife are trying to do the non-television thing with, with my daughter. She's, you know, 14 months and a couple days. And, and you know, it's like every once in a while you just kind of break down because you really have to get something done. And, and so you just put on, like, baby TV or something like that or Elmo. just to, But it's just so crazy to me when I come back in and she's just, like, sitting there watching the television because it's just like her eyes are wide open and she's just like not moving you know she's just like television you know and that scares the shit out of me it's just like but that's what tv does to kids you know it's just like they zone out and they just stare at it like it's the sun you know and i've you know sometimes when she watches for you know like an hour or something like that and you shut it off like she'll start crying because you know, she just zoned out to it, and she just wants it back, you know, and it's, it's terrifying, but, you know, I understand the parents can't all the time, all day, coming up with, you know, activities like, hey, let's, let's build a popsicle stick house, or let's do glitter shoes, you know, let's go to the park, ice skating rink, roller rink, playground party time, you know, so she's, you know, you need that stuff to to keep them busy and stuff. But, you know, when I was a kid, it was Nintendo, you know, and uh, MTV and who knows, man. But uh, it seems like school's getting longer now, too. Like, I remember going back to school after Labor Day and getting out, like, the first week of june but it fucking seems like kids are going back to school in the middle of august and getting out at the end of june which i don't really understand but you know we are like one of the shittiest uh educational systems in the world now so maybe that's the point you know people are just like are we out of school yet 
I'm like, dude, you're, we just started like eight days ago, you know. But sadly, I just, I think that's the world we live in right now is, it's just the YouTube generation and the, the reality shows and everything. I think these kids, when they're coming up, they just, they don't take school that seriously because they just feel like, you know, they're going to, do YouTube videos for the rest of their lives talking about what pants to wear at the club or, you know, how to put makeup on your face or, you know, whatever YouTube channel that you've got or somehow they're going to be the the next great singer or the next great dancer or the next great actor or something like that. And, you know, I think my parents had it best. You know, they told me when I was a kid, they said, listen, Here's the deal. Uh, you go to college. Uh, we'll pay for your college. And then when you get your four-year degree from college, you can go and do whatever the hell you want to do in life. But you need to have that college degree. So if any time in your life you need to fall back on it, you have it. And... Uh, I think that's what we're going to do with our daughter, you know, it's the same kind of thing. It's just like, get that education and then you can go and do whatever the hell you want to do with your life, you know? I mean, when you're younger, like I banged college out four years. I did the two year thing at community college and then I did two years at a university. Boom, four years, I've got my degree. And uh, then I became a comedian because... I don't know, man. You've heard the other, if you listen to the other podcasts, I was just kind of lost as to what the hell to do with my life. And comedy found me, and thank God it did, because it's really the only thing I've ever been good at. So, But, you know, you get that education, and you can really just go and do whatever the hell you want to do with your life, you know? And life is long, man. It's It's a lot of twists and turns, you know? You can try something for a couple of years or try something else, you know. But it's just finding the thing that you love to do, you know. And uh, I have so much respect for these teachers nowadays, you know. They just, they have so much passion and so much compassion for kids. And, and they really want to help them and they really want to teach. And, you know, God bless them, you know. If you've got teachers in your life please make sure you support them and and give them all your love and um i'm excited for my daughter to start school and and get excited about you know life and education and and i and i hope she loves it you know both me and my wife kind of have not been the biggest fans of school in our lives but uh we're going to try to teach her that that even though your teacher wants tissues, scissors, and uh, a copy of Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, it's it's all about education. So, you know, so as the kids head back to school, you know, just know there might be a kid in computer lab that just shit his pants. So just tell him to be gentle on the, uh, the, the kid wearing Zubas with the man boobs who just crapped his pants. Just relax on him, okay? He's having a tough day. So, 
has been another uh, unbridled enthusiasm podcast um check out largedrunkman.com for all my tour dates uh you can always get the podcast at itunes and uh podbean and uh check out uh something blue by anita k on facebook she does uh event wedding photography and it's amazing she's got a great eye and uh i'm not just saying that because she's my wife she is an amazing photographer so thanks for tuning in guys hope you enjoyed the episode and uh tune in next time when we talk about who knows So why don't we dive right in by interpreting one of the easiest events in the last 20 years of American history. Now, can someone tell me why in 1975 we pulled our troops out of Vietnam? The failure of Vietnamization to win popular support caused an ongoing erosion of confidence in the various American but illegal Saigon regimes. Is she right? Because I know that's the popular version of what went on there. I know a lot of people like to believe that. I wish I could, but I was there. I wasn't here in a classroom, hoping I was right, thinking about it. I was up to my knees in rice paddies with guns and Edwards going up against Charlie, slugging it out with him while pussies like you were back there partying, putting headbands on, doing drugs, listening to the goddamn Beatle albums. Hey, Professor, take it easy, will you? I mean, these kids, they were in grade school at the time. And me, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. Well, I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. But since you want to help, maybe you can help me, okay? You remember that thing we had about 30 years ago called the Korean conflict? Yeah, where we failed to achieve victory. How come we didn't cross the 38th parallel and push those rice eaters back to the Great Wall of China and take the first big brick and nuke them back into the fucking Stone Age River? How come, Johnny? Why? Say it! Say it! All right. I'll say it. Because Truman was too much of a pussy wimp to let MacArthur go in there and blow out those commie bastards. Good answer. Good answer. like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. A good teacher. He really seems to care. About what, I have no idea.